What's going on, Star Wars fans? Welcome to another episode of Star Wars Doctrine. Uh, I'm your host, Cody Dastrup. With me, as always, the wonderful Logan Schultz. How you doing today, man? I'm wonderful now. That's nice. <laughs> doing good, doing good. Any day talking about Star Wars is good. Can't can't agree more. I'm happy to be with you guys today just to talk about some Star Wars. We've got a lot of good stuff going on and a lot of good stuff to talk about today. So um, let's get into it. Um, Instagram. Instagram. Instagram and Facebook, our social medias have been super busy. Thanks for commenting on everything we've been talking about, guys. Um, I've I've enjoyed reading a lot of the comments. It's so fun to see what you guys have to say. Yeah, that's what I was exactly what I was gonna say. There's been comments after comments on a lot of the fun discussions, and so I think that's what we kind of wanted to focus on a little bit today. For sure. So one of the things we were talking about on our social medias was, of course, the the leaving of the Game of Thrones directors from the proposed Star Wars trilogy that they're going to direct. Right. So that was as. I feel like it's gotten a lot of kind of different responses, but mm-hmm. what we wanted to take away from that was not that they left, but okay, so there's going to be a new Star Wars trilogy at some point or a new Star Wars project. So who would you choose to direct it? I mean, there's a plethora of directors and directors who've already worked with Star Wars. So who would you choose to, to bring back or bring into the Star Wars franchise? Yeah. Um, and this is kind of where, you know, a lot of your guys' comments came in. We got a lot of good stuff uh, going. But uh, we kind of, you know, some of the pictures that we put on the post there was of Edwards, uh, who did Rogue One, uh, Ryan Johnson, obviously Last Jedi, and Spielberg, who has been involved with Star Wars in the past, but hasn't actually directed a, a film himself. Right. Um, although I think he's been, I don't know if he's asked to or right. more there just... Was, there was a part where he was supposed to direct, or well, he was never supposed to, but... George Lucas wanted to bring him in because they're such good friends, obviously, right. to direct Return of the Jedi. He was mm-hmm. George Lucas's number one choice. But because George Lucas was having a kind of a fight with the Directors Guild and the Actors Guild, that's right. Um, Spielberg was not allowed to be brought onto the project because Spielberg was part of the Directors Guild. Interesting. So it was actually kind of a lawsuit thing is the reason Spielberg didn't end up directing um, Return of the Jedi. is not that he didn't want to or anything. It's just that he was not allowed to because of i believe it's because of how the credits work in star wars yeah there was like a big big ordeal with lucas and he wanted the credits at the end of the film but they were like you have to have them at the beginning of the film right that was a huge thing back in the day that actors names needed to be on the front on the start of the movies to get right. credit but then george lucas really fought the system and was one of the first directors to make it so that they came only at the end interesting because if you look at all the movies now they're at the end. Right. There's so many movies that have been in, that <laughs> Almost always. follow this way. Right. So I guess... Trendsetter. <laughs> George Lucas starting it out all. But I guess we'll talk about some of our, our your guys' thoughts, but what is your thought? Who would you bring in to direct the next Star Wars project? Um, I... Okay, so I have mixed feelings on this because okay. I think that um, just throwing someone a trilogy is kind of like geez like i was comfortable i think with benioff and wiseman like yeah they're gonna do a trilogy but it's like so their their approach coming into seven eight nine was we're gonna have a different director for every single one which is kind of similar to the original trilogy right um i'm fine with that more along the lines and there's even some people who thought that you know maybe dave benioff and db wise wouldn't actually end up directing the films themselves but they would at least be the story writers right the story writers, so, producers i like the idea of let's have the same writers write the trilogy okay yeah 
Um, because that's one, one thing that, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. I like the sequels. It's just, that's one thing that I didn't like between seven and eight. Um, that they just didn't flow as well because there's certain things where you're like, okay, this is where this one's going to pick up. And it just seemed like there was a disconnect there, but that's just because there's different story writing styles, right, for sure. which isn't bad, but, but I would just personally like the next trilogy to have maybe the same writing all the way through. Now, different directors give you the different perspective. That's cool. For sure. I think the cinematography that different directors bring is as unique part of star Wars, kind yeah. of what they highlight. But like you said, it definitely in the sequels, you can tell that there is, um, they refer to each other. They, you know, ask each other questions. Hey, can I do this? And you know, they, they do which is good which is good that they're in communication but the fact that they're just writing them together yeah you know if uh sorry ryan johnson and jj sat down together and just wrote it out and hashed out their own story and then you know worked on it as things go on because it's always a work in progress but Uh, but they had like a concrete idea nailed down together i think would have maybe cleared up a lot of questions the fans have about the continuity of the sequel so continuity that's the big thing i just want continuity um so that okay so that aside though um like who would I if I was like just to say I, I want a trilogy done I, I like what Edwards did with Rogue One a right. lot I re- Rogue One's one of my favorite stars movies of all time now it's it really is but to just be like oh let's toss him a trilogy that to me like oh that's kind of like a lot to say let's what just give him a trilogy just, just a project so maybe in a, a standalone movie even if like it's Rogue a standalone one. yeah I'm all for him doing something um the um the love for the cartoons and everything that I have, obviously my first instinct is let's say Filoni and Favreau, one right. of those two, <laughs> but obviously they're going to be tied up doing their projects their right, projects now, right which now, which busy, I'm right? incredibly excited for. So I wouldn't anticipate a movie coming in from them. True. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know <laughs> because here's the thing. <laughs> I liked, episode seven a lot what jj did with it and depending on how um he does with episode nine and how he wraps it all up i might not even be opposed to saying like i would love to see jj do some more stuff my favorite director probably of all time is christopher nolan um just i think that would be a really interesting perspective i mean just one thing i have to say about christopher nolan is i so i'm a huge cinephile as i study directors a lot um but one of the things about christopher nolan that's amazing is his respect for other directors and sure. always trying to learn from them, which is something that Lucas was really big at when he was younger. And I think that would be so amazing because Christopher Nolan would research the hell out of everything. It yeah. would be so interesting just to see his perspective that way. The only the only, the only hesitation I have is I just it would be interesting to see him do a Star Wars because to me it doesn't feel like... like He's done a little of everything, you know, a little, little right. sci-fi, a little action, stuff like that. Like Obviously, Dark Knights are awesome and stuff. Inception right. was awesome. Inception, yeah. So he's got the versatility to do it but it would just i'm just not sure if it's his style of movie but mm-hmm. i trust him so if right. i was like who would i want to give a shot at star wars i'd probably say chris for nolan even though off the tongue i'm like ah, would he be a star <laughs> wars director i don't know yeah there was some some of our some of the people on social media were agreeing with you that hey christopher nolan would be pretty fun um one of the comments that really amused me was by a david watson he said um, Cameron, James Cameron <laughs> would be a great option. It would take five years and billions of dollars, but it Could would be you pretty awesome. <laughs> hey, That's that would pretty... be something I think would be cool is because say what you want about the Avatar, it's questionable storytelling, but the fact, the special effects were there and that was a huge part yeah. of what makes Star Wars great is the special effects. Right, because I, I think that's what 
Avatar did so well because of that. People are like, it's beautiful. You got to go see this. I still don't understand the story, but it is super pretty. <laughs> now I'm excited to see what they do with it in the future. But yeah, that, that would be interesting. James Cameron, I, I, I would say that's, that's interesting. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of lost. I, I would be a bad decision maker in this case, I think. But what about you, Logan? It's a good thing. I guess we don't make these calls. <laughs> um, so kind of what we were saying is like Spielberg would be interesting just because I would love to see him in a director and George Lucas would be brought on obviously as a producer. Yeah. So that would be interesting to see them work together again. Um, but yeah, I don't honestly, I have no idea. Um, one of the things people were talking about was with Edwards. Um, he's a director of course, but one of the things he's actually really, really talented is was he started out as a special effects person so that's why i think rogue one was so amazing mm-hmm. was the cinematography of rogue one was so cool is it looked you know rogue one i felt like looked like a star wars movie yeah definitely you know the, I the felt flow like the of it felt very very similar to the original trilogy. exactly and i think that's what made all of us love it so much it, it felt like coming home kind mm-hmm. of thing yeah, definitely so i'd love to see him on a project like that just because that feeling of the original trilogy just like that classic star wars feeling always makes everyone feel good mm-hmm. um but I, I did see a lot of comments too, and I, I feel like it's worth mentioning a lot of people who are just like George Lucas. True, but <laughs> um, he's a good choice for Star Wars. I hear. Yeah, yeah, he he seems to know a thing or two. But um, you know, I didn't bother really talking much about that just because I it's it's not going to happen. You know, like right. him him coming on maybe to help. Uh, to help with the Mandalorian a little bit, like mm-hmm. give some ideas, be on set. That's probably the max we're ever going to get with Lucas. I really feel that way. And I know a lot of fans are like, no, 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 Disney would be smart to do it and everything. And I'm not saying that they wouldn't, but I just don't see it happening as much mm-hmm. as I hate to say that. Like, obviously I would love George for me. I would actually, <laughs> if I was going to have George get back involved, he's a good, good guy. You'd have on the storyboard committee, like have him oh, yeah. helping you make the stories. It can go two ways. I, I really would. Honestly, I wouldn't, want him to direct one like as that's terrible to say like i'm just like you know just just let him write let him come up with stories that would be that that's how i would want lucas involved get another director and have him write it you know i I think Um, that's totally fair because that's how the original trilogy was right yeah for the most part i mean it was oh he only directed one two three and four so i mean towards the end when he did the prequels he directed all of them but you know right right right. so that's but, yeah that's that's my thoughts on that but i would take george lucas um so obviously his original thoughts for seven eight nine were kind of giving me very exploratory of the force right. and like he's mentioned he doesn't think a lot of the fans would like it and i totally understand that but i would like to see maybe as like an offshoot series like just a maybe a tv show all about george lucas exploring the force well yeah because that's the thing is when he talks about it he says i don't think fans would have liked my ideas he's like i think they would like what disney's doing better which is an interesting statement. Mm-hmm. I think I would have loved personally George Lucas's ideas, but right. that's because it's, I'm kind of like, to me, like I'm kind of nerdy about the force. Like I want to like, everyone was so annoyed about midichlorians and stuff like that. Right. And like, right. um, the father and the daughter and the brother and all that stuff in the clone wars, like that's all the stuff Lucas wanted to explore. Like right. learn about the midichlorians. And so how it would have been works. definitely less of an adventure story, but I do think it could have been interesting for those. It would have been, I was about to say, it would have been really fun for fans. It would have been fun for nerds like us right, who really want to <laughs> talk about it. But as far as a stars film, mm-hmm. it might not as be not, might not be as catchy to some other people. I don't know. For sure. Um, I guess just my thought on director 
real quick would just be um, Damien Chazelle. I think that's how you say his name. He directed a movie called Whiplash um, back in I think 2015 yeah. or so. Um, he's an up and coming director, and I really like his stuff. He hasn't done a lot though, but he spends a lot of time in the thematic um, pieces to his movies are very impressive. So that's who I would say. And just a note is one of the questions is should Ryan Johnson get to keep his should he get to keep his trilogy? Yeah, because there's, there's a lot of people who said Ryan Johnson here there's in the comments. There's a lot of people who said he shouldn't. And there's a lot of people, yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> so it, it goes both ways. Both. So. But just kind of a thought, we were, we've were we we've been discussing Ryan Johnson since The Last Jedi. Who hasn't? <laughs> yeah, I think everyone has. But something we were feeling is, if you've ever checked out any of Ryan Johnson's other works, it has an interesting flow to it. Like there's a movie that releases in Thanksgiving, the Knives Out film, which is very yeah, highly looks, rated. Looks interesting. But... I think Ryan Johnson could do okay on a on his own trilogy. Yeah. But something I do feel that um you know just cuz it would be his own thing, you know, he wouldn't be you wouldn't be like, "Hey, he didn't take this thought from JJ or right. I don't like where he took this character that I loved, etc." because it would be new. So all of those Definitely. I feel like complaints from the last Jedi, okay, not all of them, but a lot of the complaints would be not really an issue they wouldn't they wouldn't matter because he he would have his own characters new right. people that he's developing he wouldn't you know be upsetting people with how he treats luke and things like that which right. is you know they're valid complaints if they're complaints um and and then like you said too you know it's if he's writing his own trilogy or doing his own trilogy he's he already knows the arcs he's doing so, right yeah yeah and, and I, it's his it thing flows it would flow a lot better because he's not a bad director right he's he, it's just it's just that a lot of people didn't like how he did a Star Wars movie. So, right, just continuing with seven to eight, it looked like there was, you could definitely feel it was a different director. Right. And there was, I understand the complaints. Now, that being said, something we've talked about is, I think it would be kind of silly for Disney to allow Ryan Johnson a trilogy. Not because I don't think he could do decent, yeah. but because I don't think the backlash from the fans, merited or not, yeah. is worth it. Right without yeah like without taking aside it's just that there is you can't ignore that that it was divisive and it does you whether it doesn't matter what side you're on right. right you can't ignore that hey so if ryan johnson came out you're gonna with a, a trilogy disney said yeah we're sticking with it which so far they haven't said anything to make us think they're necessarily not right yeah you're gonna have half the people who are gonna be happy about it and half the people who aren't Right. Disney doesn't want to sell a movie to half of the, the fandom that didn't know? work out well with solo right <laughs> exactly so so yeah, I, I think business decision wise, n- without anything against Johnson, they prob I personally think yeah, I agree with you. It wouldn't be the best business decision at this point. Doesn't mean you have to like or hate Johnson to think that. It's just right. business, you know. I totally agree. And and Disney's just, about business. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I just thinking. I mean, uh, just like with Solo, Solo really wasn't a bad movie. No, I loved it. Um, I, there's a lot of really good parts in it and stuff, mm-hmm. but it definitely bombed at the box office, I think, yeah. in correlation to the split of the fandom, which is honestly my least favorite part about The Last Jedi is the fact that... Is that it divided It people? divided us, and that's sad. Yeah, that's true. And, and, and it sucks that, you know, there's been... Because of that, there's been a, a backlash, you know, where we were going to potentially maybe have a Kenobi movie that they've said, oh, well, now we're going to make it a TV show because Solo bombed at the box office. And so there's been kind of a domino effect. And mm-hmm. now they're shifting their focus more to TV. And the it seems like it's uncertain when we're... This, the movie situation right now seems uncertain. And I do think a lot of that is, you know, domino effects of everything that's gone on because of 
Last Jedi Solo. Right. And All I of think, that. I mean, like, just kind of bringing this up as another person on our social media agreed with us, he was saying, uh, Daniel Stark was saying, I wouldn't mind having Ryan Johnson direct a Star Wars trilogy. He does say that he hated The Last Jedi, but it was because of what he did to Luke rather than the quality yeah. of the movie. Hey, we're not alone. We're not alone. See, <laughs> just like that. So, you know, if you agree with us, let us know. If you don't, I mean, that's fair. Yeah, I'd be pretty okay with Ryan Johnson directing another Star Wars trilogy. With the caveat that he doesn't Without touch anything the that Skywalker saga. So maybe like Knights of the Republic or, you know, way in the future. And I agree with that. It'd be cool. I think he would do all right with it. People would For be sure. impressed. But would people give him the chance? I don't I don't know. I don't know. That's really the question. Okay, what do we got next? Um, I think one of the big things we were talking about was Force Ghosts, right? Oh, yes. The Force Ghosts. So will we see Force Ghosts in Episode 9? Yes or no? Right off the bat. Um. Well, I definitely think it's a hands-down yes that we will at least, at the very least, see Luke Skywalker. He did say that was He's his role. Pretty, yeah, he, he essentially came out and said that, and that's a video we covered in the past. He literally said, I, I get to come back because in Star Wars, it's cool. You get to be Force Ghost, you know, curtain call. Um, so I would say yes to that. Not that Mark Hamill's not good at, you know, <laughs> joking, He's being a joker. He's definitely been pretty good at... <laughs> He's a good joker. But no, I... Uh, I, I think that's a for sure. I think that's a given. Outside of that, I think, personally, I think yes. I think we'll get, I think we'll get Yoda. Okay. That's just because. We have an option there, by Zara Hampas that Yoda's dead girlfriend from episode one. Yaddle. Yaddle. <laughs> so Yoda, Yoda's girlfriend. So we get Yoda and Yaddle holding hands. Perfect. Oh my goodness! Sorry to cut you off from Yoda. <laughs> no, that's that's fair. That's an important comment. That's hilarious. Um, I think you know Yoda's gonna maybe beat Ray with his stick this time. I think knock some sense into her a little bit. I think that's fair. Personally. You got to have that, right? Yeah, definitely, right? I mean, that was, I think, one of the highlights of the Last Jedi for me was watching him just thunk Luke on the head. Personally, I think Force Ghosts are very necessary for this film. I agree. To tie it in. Um, I think you can't. I feel like saying you can't is a terrifying word just yeah. a month before the release. But um, Force Ghosts have been an integral part of this series. I mean, starting with episode four, um, sorry, Obi-Wan was back, not as a fully formed Force Ghost, but he was a the voice. The voice he had the ability him. to communicate right away in episode four, right after his death. So it's been a part, I don't know, theme for this movies and i feel like you can't continue it without you know drawing back of these strong elements of these force ghosts influencing and guiding our heroes right well yeah because in the prequels you don't have any force ghosts but that's literally because they qui-gon was still figuring out how to do it right, right? he i guess technically episode two um qui-gon after qui-gon's death he does try and stop <laughs> anakin from murdering the, he, his voice the is Tuscan there Raiders. there's like a no from qui-gon that's a good point so maybe, yeah. I guess you could argue that that is Force Ghost-y. Um, it's, it's the start. It's yeah. something new. <laughs> I, uh, I think that that it's necessary to bring back some characters from the old to tie it all together. And I think that Anakin's the number one, like, we have... Like, I know I've said this before, but I feel like I, I have to have Anakin in this movie as a Force Ghost. I agree. I mean... 
Dale C. Martin the third. That's cool. He's a third. If you're nice. watching this, congratulations. Um, I've said it before, and I can't see how you can close the Skywalker saga without mentioning or showing Anna, the Skywalker that started it all, the Chosen One, Anakin Skywalker. And that's, I totally agree with you. Yeah. How, because I mean, it, it's literally called The Rise of Skywalker. He's the right. first that we know of. It's like, Shmi. it's, it's, I guess, Shmi's the first. <laughs> I guess Shmi had ancestors. Probably. Um, yeah, she was born from somewhere. But, um, he, yeah, he's the chosen one. It's all about him. It's his story. Lucas sure. has said that over and over again. This is Anakin's storyline um, and his family. So having him back makes sense. And not only would it be easy because Hayden Christensen was already added as the Force Ghost in the special edition. So it's like you don't have to have a question. Like it makes sense that Hayden's there because that's what his Force Ghost looks like. Right. The one that I think people would maybe have a harder time with is if you had a Force Ghost Obi-Wan that isn't Alec Guinness. Right. But, That's something I'm super curious to hear everyone else's opinions yeah. about. But I feel like, in my opinion, Alec Guinness and Ewan McGregor are both Obi-Wan. Yeah. No one's more Obi-Wan than the other. Um, I'm very happy with what Alec Guinness did. Very, very happy with what Ewan McGregor did. And I would personally, um, just because Ewan McGregor's even going to continue the role in this obi-wan series i would be fine seeing ewan mcgregor as um as obi-wan as the force ghost kind of reprising the role that alec guinness would have if he was still with us um there was a comment and that just made me think of this when he said that that someone shared uh jonathan decker and he was saying that he hopes that they just bring back ewan as obi-wan and say that force ghosts can just appear in whatever form right that they want and i thought that was interesting because i never really thought of it like that before because i was always just like oh you know, we've talked about this a lot. Oh, the mm-hmm. reason Anakin appears younger is because, you know, that was the last time he was a Jedi, so it makes sense that he appears younger, and Obi-Wan appears old because that's the last time he was a Jedi. Or there's there's millions of theories out there and ideas, but why not just say, like, you can appear how you want to appear. Like, you're sure. you're a ghost. You can, you're can you a spirit. You're, you're you, Through the Force, you can just project yourself the way you want to. So it makes sense that, um, that... Ben appeared to, or Obi-Wan appeared to Luke as old because that's what Luke knew him as. So he's just right. appearing, you know. There's no reason for Obi-Wan to do that to Ray because Ray has no idea who he is. Yeah, he can appear how he wants, right? Right. And then just, you know, something that I think we've talked heavily about is I feel like the best way to kind of sum this up um, is to have a, a Jedi Council again, mm-hmm. but not because of how powerful these Jedi have become and how they've been able to really rely on the spirit um, world, the Force, ghost world, etc. <laughs> I think it's called the Netherlands of the Force. Yeah. Um, that they could have a Jedi Council that's comprised of these... A Force ghosts. So force ghosts. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Rey can be on it too, but, like, I would love to see Qui-Gon come back as a Force ghost and be on the Council finally. That'd be really cool. Does Anakin get to be a, a Force ghost master? I mean, and be on the council. He might complain otherwise. So, (laughs) um, that would be really cool. That's something that I think we got robbed of just in general, only because the sequels took place so long after the Mm -hmm. originals. Cause it waited so long to make them that, you know, the actors were older. Mark Hamill was older. I always in my head envisioned getting to see Grandmaster Luke with the right. council. I wanted to see Grandmaster Luke so bad. But to be fair, okay, so they could have still done that, but I, I wanted to see young like him 
not maybe five or ten years after. You want to see Luke, you know, wrecking everyone and being right. super awesome. Not as old as he was. Like that'd be really cool. And I still there's still hope. Maybe they'll do like a TV show or something. Mark Hamill will voice him. But but that being said, that could be a way to get to see a little bit of Grandmaster Luke. Because I think if you have a Council of Force Ghost, Luke should be the Grandmaster. I agree. That's my. I mean, I mean, people would argue maybe Yoda should be and stuff. But I I don't know. I just think it'd be cool if Luke was. Because I think he Grandmaster Luke, but Master of the Order Yoda. There you go. That works. Um, Luke is just so powerful. He like learned so much in the time that at least I like to imagine he learned so much. He obviously figured out how to project himself across a, the galaxy to trick Kylo Ren in the First Order. So he's obviously really powerful. So I think right. that'd be the other the other thing too. And sorry, I know we're talking a lot about this, but <laughs> the um, you guys like it, right? The idea that the idea that Force ghosts are such a new thing to the galaxy. True that. So in episode eight, we saw Yoda strike lightning down on a tree. Right. Before that happened, I would have never imagined that there could be inter- any real interaction like that. And he, he whacked Luke with his stick. It's like you, you wouldn't have thought that these spirits could interact the way that they did. True. I mean, you see Obi-Wan kind of sit down on a tree <laughs> in yeah. the Return of the Jedi. And I feel like I could be wrong. You guys have to check this for me. The, I feel like he kind of puts his arm on Luke at one point. But yeah, Maybe. I never saw him, you know, like freaking slap Luke or something. Right, right. So you're like, man, that's weird that they I like. I feel like a little comforting this is a little different than, you know, smacking yeah. someone with a stick. Well, if they can control lightning, like what's that? What? Yoda had a four stick. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Just well, realized that. Yeah, he did. He had a force cane. Like, huh. I think the dude, dude uses a cane, but when he fights, he ditches it and flips all around anyways. And it's the always ghost, been he clearly needs a cane. Kind of confusing, but when he's a ghost, he needs a cane. Um, okay. I, but the, the, the thought that, um, maybe because force ghosts are so new, Qui-Gon was the first one to start exploring this, that we know of the, the possibility of doing this. Um, maybe there's still a million other things that they can learn how to do. For example, right. Light a tree on fire. So maybe Luke's going to be a force ghost and learn how to actually be able to, I don't know, carry stuff. Maybe he can wield the lightsaber like you know, i don't know like right no i think that's a good point and just and i feel like kind of what we're talking about though we weren't really able to see grandmaster luke that powerful luke that i feel like a lot of people fans of um the eu etc were i feel like we're hoping for yeah that um that they were hoping for that we could see luke you know kind of pushing the boundaries of this and you know like you said it's so new that why can't they do these things why can't they appear frequently and walk with um, Ray. Sure. Obi-Wan's quote to Vader was, when you strike me down, I'll become more powerful than you can ever imagine. So right. I'd like to see what's more powerful than I can imagine. Yeah, I always just chalked up that line as like, oh, I'm going to be able to help Luke mm-hmm. but and be with him always. But yeah, it's a good point. That could mean so much more, and they could really run with that in episode nine. And like, the other thing I thought's interesting is if, this, if the Emperor is... A, around right does he know that there's such thing as force ghosts like do we know i hope not that would be such an interesting surprise for like what if they could appear to him and he's like wait what like i you're dead like wait what's going on like he if he didn't know that that's a thing one of my favorite books um that has ever dealt with kind of force ghosts at all i need to remember the title i'll put it in the comments but um there's a part right after vader strikes down Uh obi-wan that um he goes back to his ship you know all pissed off like I have no idea what the freak happened to Obi-Wan. Luke got away. Life sucks. Is this Legends or was this it? This is Legends, okay, unfortunately. Like old EU. This is old EU. Um, but Obi-Wan 
appears kind of only in his voice but he talks to vader right after him oh and he explains he's like you know this is possible you know i helped luke and stuff you know i'm not gone and vader freaks out he's so angry but he really? also has questions he's probably scared too a he's little scared bit. like because, what the heck i mean this is maybe the second time his master has bested him after yeah. thinking he won so it really drives him kind of crazy but at the same point that kind of plants the seed of this is possible that kind of i think at the end of the book it leads into obi-wan coming to vader in his final moments and teaching him how to become preserve his life force and become a force okay ghost. yeah I know but that it was a expert. super interesting part hearing yeah, Obi-Wan kind really of like cool. talk to him about it so that'd be a cool thing to do that to sidious you know maybe sidious has lined up against ray gonna take her out and then also like army of force ghosts walk up scared that's the crap awesome. out of sidious <laughs> that's really cool any ch- um any chance we get a shot like the end of Return of the Jedi where Luke just looks out and sees all these Force ghosts. Maybe you see, like, Rey look out and there's, like, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan and Anakin. They're all just smiling at her. Do you think we get anything like that? Or do you think these are more like, no, if they're in the movie, they're going to be involved? Um, Like training her or something. I think we're more likely to get a Return of the Jedi looking out into the distance. However, and but I do think we'll get maybe a little bit of Luke mentoring. A little bit of both. But I do think that I would love more than anything to see um i don't want to see a repeat of the return of the jedi looking out into the moment despite the fact that that's a beautiful beautiful way to end the series yeah but um i do want to see maybe a little more permanence to that than just like occasionally showing up showing that hey they're going to be around helping the galaxy go right forever that'd be kind of cool there's gotta yeah because there's gotta be some payoff right like um these guys who have given everything and and i think that about just the rebels and everybody in general and Leia and all these people like there's got to be some sort of payoff like for these Jedi you know to look and be like hey we finally won like all of our hard work and our sacrifices and our deaths they're all worth it because finally now we actually won there should be some payoff maybe the force ghosts see like you know that they're creating a new Jedi order finally and they can all be part of it like you said and you just they just you they get that satisfaction you know Right. I don't know. No, I think that would be interesting. Um, it seemed like a lot of the comments were talking about, you know, hopefully everybody, but most realistically, we'll just maybe see Yoda and Luke. But Jar Jar. Jar Jar. Ghost Jar Jar. Dexter Jetster. <laughs> that would be um, They're true, the true my heroes. Number one choice. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of what we got. Yeah, um, I guess one last thing too, and I, I don't know if there's if it's worth um, you know, just a mention. Um, one thing we posted that a lot of you guys were commenting on was with the Mandalorian coming up, um, all the episodes coming. Number one, just kind of what are you more excited for, Mandalorian Rise of Skywalker, which is kind of a what fun. What are you most vote. excited for? I'm not. I... Say it. You have to do it. Ones in two days. <sighs> okay. Ones in a month. Okay. Okay. I am more excited short term for the rise of skywalker right because i'm like hey this is going to be epic it's going to be the finalization of the movies and it's just what star wars has always been i want right. to see the end of this long term though i'm more excited for the mandalorian because i think it's going to be just something that i can cherish for years and something that um we have to just keep looking forward to as they sure, come it doesn't out. have a definite end it still is another season right because once rise of skywalker's out it's out and and, and you've seen it and you've seen it you know the mandalorian like we still have more coming like you know right that's true. at least two seasons so i think i'm most excited for the rise of skywalker um just because films are always going to be the big deal no matter yeah. what um but 
And then I'm also excited because we're going to go see that whole two-day marathon thing Yeah, that's uh, gonna at be... the theaters. So I'm excited to see the original trilogy maybe in theaters again just as much as I'm excited to see The Rise of Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker maybe yeah. more. I don't know. Yeah. Um, this is maybe my favorite comment from our quick poll was by Sam Levix and he said The Rise of Skywalker because I'm British. So if you're... Yeah, if you're British. Hey, at least we have a date now for yes Disney Plus to launch in March some, thirty. I think it was March. If? Yeah, some thirty days. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, thirty first, um, March thirty first next year. So, sorry, we'll post spoilers. <sighs> yeah, we'll we'll try to give a warning when we can. But um, Dark Saber, real quick, will it be in the Mandalorian? Yeah. So um, that was the last thing that we wanted to talk about real quick was just the Dark Saber is like this iconic Mandalorian weapon, right? Right. So the the rough history is that there was a Mandalorian who's a Jedi who left the Jedi Order to rule Mandalore and he made this dark saber and then all the leaders of Mandalore have kind of passed this down. Right. The last person we know to have had it is Sabine Wren. Uh, before her, it was Maul. Right. And then Sabine, because he killed the leader of Mandalore. Um, when Maul previously, yeah. So ruled Mandalore. Right. So last person we know, Sabine Wren, she's off looking for Ezra at the end of rebels this is a sacred mandalorian weapon there's a chance i mean there's even a possibility we could have sabine somehow tied in i don't know if her Will she be in what do you think i mean rebels ends right before yeah so right before episode four so it leads up to rogue one um whether she's there or or not like she'd still be alive, but older. She's but... definitely a lot, most likely, unless something happens. She's most likely alive during. Uh, yeah, the Mandalorian. She's not that old, really. I would think there's going to be some references to her. I don't know that we'll necessarily get her, although I would love that. But I think there'd be some to see references. Her actual character, yeah. Um, so so that would be cool. It would be weird, I think, if they don't at least mention her, just because it's Dave Filoni and John Favreau. They're that these. They this created, is her character. Yeah, yeah their character and the dark sabers, kind of their weapon. So. I think there's a good chance we could get a live action of the Darksaber, personally. Right. I, I would love it. I'm going with it is the um, episode eight, the last episode, kind of cliffhanger. Like a cool reveal. reveal with it? Yeah. That would be cool. I'd be down for that. That'd be interesting. Um, I'd love to see it. I don't know how much I'd love to see it used, but I'd love to see it exist. Yeah. Um, just because like, I'd like to see what it looks like in not cartoon live form. action yeah that's and what I'd i was like, thinking i'd like the connection love the connections favorite part about star wars is how well everything gets connected and so it should be together. connected yeah i agree that's what i'm thinking and, and favreau and filoni they do that there was a lot of connections between clone wars so and Rebels. well done so between those two you'll have some stuff so let us know do you like the dark saber do not do you want to see it do not will it be there etc but that's all we got for this week guys um make sure you tune into our youtube facebook Instagram, everything. Check us out. Get involved. We're even on Twitter now. We're on Twitter. We're terrible <laughs> at Twitter. Terrible at but Twitter. But we're getting there and we'll get better. Message me how to use Twitter, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, check us out. Get involved, guys. Your comments make or break our shows. So let us know what you got. Yep. All the content comes straight from you guys in these discussions. Really excited um, to hear what you guys have to say. So get involved and may the force be with you. <laughs>